This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. And in this week's episode, I want to talk a little bit about emotional regulation. How do we manage our emotions? How do we get in touch with our emotions? How do we make sure that we don't fly off the handle? Make sure that we're not too uh, extreme one way or the other, right? Like too apathetic, too brush it off, I don't care, and are too intense, right? too hot-headed, too uh, passionate, too easy to anger. Any of those extremes are negatives. As with anything, the sweet spot always lies somewhere in the middle, all right? Uh, And I've I've noticed a trend, especially as we've, um, you know, approached year two of this whole pandemic thing, that there are a lot of people who are um, operating strictly from emotion or maybe even better so a lack of emotional regulation. They've struggled to maintain their grasp on their control of their emotions, right? And so what that's leading them to do is to live a very hectic, uh, very manic type of lifestyle wherein everything triggers them right? Like anything can set them off and they don't know how to manage themselves to minimize the impact and the damage to themselves or to others. And so you see people flying off the handle for what seems like no big deal, but it's a compound effect of people who are living their lives with just a boiling cauldron of hot lava under the surface, right? Like, um, what's that, uh, that caldera, uh, like Yellowstone, right? Like Yellowstone National Park supposedly sitting on top of just this massive pool of uh, pressurized lava, right? That's eventually going to lead to a big eruption, so they say. Um, I think there's a lot of us operating in that same manner. So I want to talk a little bit this week about how, um, especially as guys that are looking to be better for ourselves, for um, the loved ones that we care about deeply for our professional aspirations and our own physical health and well-being is really important to tackle the topic of understanding how to not only regulate our emotions, but be able to identify them. Because I guarantee most all of us can't identify our emotions, right? Like how many times have you, like I was asked something uh, recently and it was just like, hey, you know, like, what are you thinking or what are you feeling right now? You know, just driving down the road. And I couldn't really pinpoint it. You know, have you ever done that? Have you ever thought that I don't really know what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling? I'm just feeling, right? Like I know I'm feeling some kind of way, but I don't know what it is. So I I think if you're able to say that you're 100% in tune with your emotions um, and being able to, to name them, identify them, understand where they're coming from, and then how to best deal with them all at once, you're aligned to yourself. So 
I want to talk this week about some tips on um, emotional regulation, just so that way we make sure that we're kind of the masters of our domain, that we understand um, that we're going to feel things and sometimes intense things that we don't fully understand and how that's not an excuse to be an asshole, how that's not an excuse to uh, clam up, shut down, or to blow up, or um, an excuse for us to continue to be self-destructive with our own habits and how we take care of ourselves or fail to take care of ourselves. So um, I want us to, to consider some of these things, right? So first thing, kind of get into it on a strategy to um, get started with better managing your emotions is to take a look at the impact of your emotions, right? Um, intense emotions aren't all bad. Okay, emotions make our lives exciting, uh, unique. Um, strong, strong feelings can be a sign that we love and embrace life fully and that we're not trying to like suppress or repress our natural reactions. Uh, so it's a perfectly normal experience to have some emotional overwhelm on some occasions as well. So uh, when something great happens or when something terrible happens, or even when you feel like you've missed out on something and you're just frustrated, Right? Do you, like, with all that being said, how do you know when you have a problem, right? Like, Jason, how do I know when this is just too far out of control or when this is something I need to get a better grasp of? So um, think about it this way. Emotions that regularly get out of hand might lead to things like a uh, relationship or a friendship conflict, uh, difficulty relating to others, trouble at work, uh, or at school, if you're still a student, an urge to use substances like alcohol to help manage your emotions or uh, you know, smoking, anything and everything um, to, to try and alter your state, right? Alter your mental state. Uh, or even if you have physical or emotional outbursts. So hopefully, hope to God, that this is not where you go to when you have these issues is um, resorting to physical or emotional outbursts. So Take some time after listening to this to um, kind of take inventory of just how your uncontrolled emotions are affecting your day-to-day -day life. This will make life a lot easier to identify problem areas and help you better track your successes once you get a better handle of it. So another tip, guys, I want you to aim for, um, so avoid repressing, like repression or repressing your emotions. Aim for regulating them right? You can't control your emotions with a dial or a switch or anything like that. I wish it was that easy. Um, but instead, just imagine for a moment, right, that you could manage emotions this way, okay? Um, you wouldn't want to leave them running at max capacity or max intensity all the time, right? That's just, that's exhausting. You also wouldn't want to switch them off entirely either. So you don't want to walk around numb and apathetic. So it's finding somewhere in that sweet spot, when you suppress or repress your emotions, you're actually preventing yourself from experiencing and expressing feelings. And they're helpful things, feelings, okay? This can happen consciously, whether we're suppressing it, or unconsciously, where we're repressing it. See the difference? Suppression is an active task. Repression is more of a subconscious. We're not aware that we're doing it. We're just trying to avoid it, right, somehow. Um, either... Either um, aspect of 
stuffing down these emotions through repression or suppression can lead to a lot of things that aren't good for us, like anxiety, depression, sleep problems, um, physical pain, like muscular pain, joint pain, difficulty managing stress, and even substance misuse and abuse. All right, so when we're learning to have exercise, um, the exercise of control over our emotions, we need to make sure that we're not just sweeping them under the rug, okay? Healthy emotional expression involves finding some balance between overwhelming emotions and then having no emotions at all. So where do we find that sweet spot? Um, and that's from learning how to regulate what we're feeling instead of trying to avoid or repress or suppress what we're feeling, all right? The third thing, guys, we need to identify what it is that we're actually feeling. So take a moment to check in with yourself about your mood. This can help you to uh, gain back some control over your emotional regulation. So let's say you've been dating somebody for a few months, right? You tried planning a date last week, but they said they didn't have time. Yesterday, you tried texting her again saying, hey, I'd like to see you again. Uh, can we meet up this week? And then when they finally write back, more than a day later, they say, I can't, I'm busy. So suddenly you're extremely pissed off, you're upset, right? Your heart's racing, you find yourself getting maybe even a little uh, rageful because you're so frustrated with why is this person trying to blow me off? So uh, without even stopping to think about it, you check your phone across the room, you knock over your trash can, you kick something, the wall, you stub your toe, whatever, you hurt yourself and you've done something you regret by reacting this way. Instead of doing that, you need to interrupt yourself and ask yourself these questions. What am I feeling right now? Is it disappointed, confused, furious, right? What exactly happened to make me feel this way? Okay, well, she kind of blew me off and didn't give me a good, good reason as to why, all right? It just seems like they're playing games. Next thing, does this situation have a different explanation than that might make sense? All right, so for example, let's play devil's advocate. Maybe they're stressed out. Maybe they've been sick. Maybe they're dealing with someone else they don't feel comfortable explaining to you um, the details of. And they might plan to explain more when they actually can. Right? That's just a possible alternate explanation as to why it seems like they're blowing you off. Okay? Another question to ask yourself, what do I want to do about these feelings? Right? Is it scream, venting frustration by throwing things, text back with something rude that you're going to regret? And another thing, is there a better way of coping with these feelings? Ask if everything's okay. Ask when they're free next. And then get outside, go for a walk, go for a run, get your mind off of it and move your body, right? Get out of your head and into your body. That's going to help. So using these strategies to consider possible alternatives, you're, re you're actually reframing your thoughts, right? So now that instead of being on a runaway train of rage and being pissed off, uh, you can actually now operate from the space of helping yourself modify your behavior and control your behavior. So that way you've actually got more ability to regulate what you're going through and uh, still be a productive guy, right? Because that's the worst thing is if you get pissed off and frustrated about things really easily to the point where you can't function, right? Because then what are you accomplishing at that point? So know this though, it takes some time before these responses can become a habit. All right, it's not easy, it's not fast, it didn't happen easily for me. Uh, I still struggle with it sometimes, but uh, going from you know a 10 
down to about like a one or a two on average when it comes to responses or things that go against what I would like to happen. Uh, that's a huge win, but it takes a lot of practice, just like all habits do. So go through these steps in your head. It'll become a lot easier and a lot more effective. All right, so a fourth strategy. Now we're moving on to the next thing. You need to accept all of your emotions, not some of them, all of your emotions. So if you're trying to get better at managing your emotions, you might actually try downplaying your feelings to yourself. So when you um, get overly excited after you receive good news or you, um, you know, sit down forcibly in frustration, screaming or sobbing or whatever when you can't find something uh, that you're looking for or you get a reaction that you're not anticipating, it might seem helpful to tell yourself just calm down, but it invalidates your experience because it is a big deal to you. Or you might tell yourself, that's ah, not that big a deal, so don't freak out. That again, that diminishes and it minimizes what you're actually uh, experiencing because obviously it is a big deal to you. So accepting your emotions as they come help you get more comfortable with them. Increasing your comfort around intense emotions allows you to fully feel them without reacting in extreme unhelpful ways, right? So um, to practice accepting your emotions, think of a more of like um, information, right? It's just information. It's not good. It's not bad. It's neutral. Um, maybe they bring up unpleasant feelings sometimes. Maybe they're still giving you important information that you can use, right? That's a good way to look at it. So for example, try, look, I'm upset because I keep um, getting disrespected at work, which makes me get even more frustrated and feel like nobody's taking me seriously. And um, so I should be able to have a conversation with these people in order to try and understand where they're coming from so that way they can better relate to me with how I help uh, communicate with them in the workplace, right? Accepting your emotions uh, can actually lead to a greater life satisfaction with fewer mental health problems. And if you have fewer mental health issues, that leads to higher levels of happiness, right? And that's what we all kind of seem to be searching for. Happiness or contentment would be a better, better strategy. There's another thing I want you to go through. Guys, take a deep breath. There's much to be said for the power of a deep breath, whether you're uh, just over the moon happy or you're so pissed you can't even talk. Slowing down and paying attention to your breath won't make your emotions go away. And remember, that's not the goal. You don't want your emotions to go away. But still, deep breathing exercises can help you ground yourself and take a step back from the intense flash of emotion and any extreme reaction you want to avoid. Right? The next time you feel emotions starting to take control of you, Breathe in slowly, okay? Deep breaths come from the diaphragm, not the chest. So breathe out through the belly, not up through the chest and the shoulders. And it'll actually help you visualize your breath rising from deep in the belly. And then I want you to hold it, right? Hold it for like a count of three or four and then let it out slowly. And then consider some sort of mantra or phrase to tell yourself. Um, some people find it helpful to repeat a mantra, you know, like I'm calm or I'm relaxed. Whatever works for you, um, just find it and go with it. Another strategy, as I'm picking at the uh, calluses on my, my hands from the gym, um, keep a mood journal, right? Writing down or typing up your feelings and the responses that they trigger within you can actually help you uncover some disruptive patterns. Um, 
sometimes it's enough to mentally trace emotions back to your, like back through your thoughts, right? Putting feelings on a paper uh, can actually help you reflect on them more deeply because they're out of your head and actually into a physical existence on the page. It can also help you recognize when specific circumstances like uh, trouble in uh, your relationship, in your marriage, trouble at work or family conflict actually contribute to harder to control emotions and then you can identify the specific triggers that make it possible to come up with ways to manage them more productively. So journaling and keeping a mood journal um, actually provides a great deal of benefit when you can do it daily, right? Not just every now and then, but daily. And keep your journal with you and jot it down uh, when you feel those intense emotions or feelings as they happen. And then try to note and trace back the triggers and then how it made you respond to it. What was your reaction to those triggers? And if your reaction didn't help, then use your journal to explore more helpful possibilities for future situations where you might find yourself being triggered in that way. All right. Guys, another thing that's important to know is know when to express yourself. Right? There's a time and a place for everything, uh, and that includes intense or even angry emotions. Sobbing uncontrollably is a pretty common response when it comes to losing a loved one or, uh, you know, losing the love of your life. I have so many guys reach out to me and say, I've lost the love of my life. Well, she's not the love of your life, right? That's your biggest problem. You're placing a label on her that isn't realistic. She's not the love of your life. She's somebody that you were in love with for a period of time. It's no longer worked out. You need to move on with your life, right? Continuing to cry over this person who was the love of your life. No, they're not. If they were, they'd still be in your life, right? But sobbing uncontrollably, screaming into your pillow, uh, punching it, whatever, it might help you relieve a little bit of anger and tension, but um, you need to actually exercise, exercise some restraint in those situations. So no matter how frustrated you get, screaming at somebody uh, over an un unfair thing that happened to you is not going to help anything. Being mindful of your surroundings and the situation can help you learn when it's okay to let feelings out and when you might want to sit with them for a moment, right? Stop trying to run away from them. Stop trying to cover them up. Stop trying to fly off the handle. Um, sit down and reflect on them, right? See what their, what their meaning is. Where are they coming from? What's it trying to teach you? And then next, next um, tip here is to give yourself some space, right? Give yourself some distance from those intense feelings from, you know, sometimes. It can help you make sure that you're reacting to them in a reasonable way um, instead of in a healthy way right? This distance could be something physical, right? Like leaving, leaving the upsetting situation altogether, walking out, but you can also create some mental distance by distracting yourself. So while you don't want to block or avoid feelings entirely, it's not, again, we're going back to the extremes. The, the happy medium is always somewhere in the middle. It's not one end or the other. Um, it's not harmful to distract yourself until you're in a better place to deal with it. It's not harmful for you to kind of remove yourself physically from an environment until you're in a better place to be able to deal with it. As long as you come back to it. Okay. Just make sure you come back to it. Healthy distractions are only temporary. Okay. So some things to try would be taking a walk, watch something funny, um, talk to another loved one or a friend or something like that, or spend a few minutes playing with a pet, right. Or one of your kids or, um, Somebody else that, that brings you a lot of joy each time that you're around them. All right, we're getting close to the end, guys. 
meditation or prayer, right? If you practice these things already, it might be one of your go-to methods for coping with some extreme feelings. Um, meditation and prayer can help you increase your awareness of all your feelings and experiences and uh, goings on that are happening to you in your life. And so when you, um, when you do these things, you're actually teaching yourself to understand how to sit with those feelings, to notice them without judging yourself or attempting to uh, change them or make them go away. So um, as we talked about a little bit earlier, learning to accept all of your emotions can make emotional regulation a lot easier. And things like prayer, things like meditation can really help you increase your acceptance skills learning that, hey, it's out of my control. I've done what I can do. This is what it is and help me respond with it better. So it uh, has a lot of other benefits like helping you relax, get better sleep, et cetera, et cetera. So um, another thing, guys, stay on top of stress. When you're under a lot of stress, I heard this analogy this morning when I was listening to uh, Daily Hope devotional by Pastor Rick Warren. And he was talking about how, you know, when you squeeze a tube of toothpaste, what comes out, right? It's toothpaste. When you squeeze a jar of peanut butter, what do you, what comes out? Peanut butter, right? So whatever is inside of you is going to come out of you whenever you're under pressure, right? You add pressure, whatever's inside will come out. Um, and there's a lot of us, especially guys, when we're under pressure, all those feelings, all those emotions that we tried to avoid or repress or stuff down and not deal with, they tend to come out in really unhealthy ways like anger, rage, um, saying shit that we regret, acting in ways that we're going to regret. And so uh, managing your emotions can become even more difficult when you're under a lot of stress or a lot of pressure. So even, even guys who generally can control their emotions well might find it really hard in times of high tension and stress because I know I do, right? And I feel like I've done a really uh, concerted effort with a lot of hard work and a lot of reps put in to better manage and regulate my stress and my emotions. And um, it can be tough. It can be tough no matter how much work you've done. But if you're not doing any work right now, brother, I'm telling you, you're going to find yourself in a hard spot uh, multiple times over going forward if you don't start. Reducing stress or finding more helpful ways to manage it can help your emotions become more manageable. Mindfulness practices, right, like meditation, can help with stress as well. They won't get rid of it, but they can help make it a lot easier to live with. And some other ways to healthy, healthily cope with stress include making sure that you're getting enough sleep, making time to talk and laugh with your friends and family, exercise, right? Move your body, get out of your head and into your body, spend some time in nature, get outside, and then make time for relaxation and other hobbies that help you relax. Okay. Last but not least, guys, if you need to, there's no shame in it, talk to a therapist. Okay. If your emotions continue to feel overwhelming, unable to be controlled, it's time to seek professional help and support, right? Long-term or persistent emotional dysregulation and mood swings are actually linked to certain mental health conditions, uh, including borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, um, and I'm sure some others, especially, you know, like PTSD. Trouble, trouble controlling your emotions can also uh, be related to trauma, right? Talking about the PTSD thing, family issues, 
other underlying concerns or fears. And a therapist can actually help offer some compassionate judgment-free support as you start to do things like exploring factors that are adding or contributing to your uh, dysregulated emotions. They can help you uh, sort out and address severe mood swings, like uh, things including learning how to downregulate or calm down intense feelings or to upregulate limited emotional expression, right? Like you tend to find yourself a little bit more on the, the flat affect side of things, like not really emotional or responsive to anything. Um, they can help with that as well. And then also they can help you practice challenging and uh, reframing certain feelings that caused distress in the past, okay? Mood swings and intense emotions can provoke negative or unwanted thoughts that eventually trigger feelings of hopelessness or despair. And this kind of cycle can eventually lead to unhelpful coping mechanisms like self-harm, even thoughts of suicide. Um, so if, if you begin to even remotely have thoughts about suicide or urges to harm yourself, you need to talk to a trusted loved one who can help get you support right away, right? This is a serious thing. Um, and actually, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this down here. Um, if you're considering suicide or you've had thoughts of harming yourself or others, you can help by calling the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. That is um, 1-800-662-HELP. 1-800-662-4357 or HELP. So it's a 24-7 line. Uh, call them. They can get you in touch with a lot of resources. Okay. So guys, hopefully this episode now after listening to it has been helpful to you in terms of understanding uh, healthy ways to not only face, but identify and then deal with or cope in a healthy way your uh, emotions, okay? Because there's no sign of a weaker man and the man that has no control over his emotions, period. The guys that aren't successful in life, they're the ones that are struggling with, with managing their emotions. And um, to be honest, there's a lot of successful guys that struggle with it as well. They just, it, it appears in different facets or different aspects of their life. Right. So they might be uh, in charge of making sure they don't blow up or appear uncool under pressure, but they eat themselves into a stupor because they somewhere deep down don't think they're worthy of anything and they hate themselves. So uh, they're seeking that dopamine hit from the food that makes them feel better temporarily. And then they're right back down to the bottom, just like al alcoholics do it with alcohol, drug addicts with their drugs of choice et cetera, et cetera. So guys, being um, aware and in control of your emotions is key. It doesn't matter where you're at from start to finish. It's going to be a struggle. So the more you start to take actions that we talked about in this episode, the sooner you're going to be on your way to actually responding in ways that are more healthy for you and for those around you that you care about, especially if you're in a relationship and you're being a dick and you're being rude and you're hard to live with you're impossible to please you're unpredictable you got everybody walking on eggshells it's time for you to do something right like stop thinking that changing them or changing out uh, who you're with or changing your environment is going to fix the problem that lives inside of you right emotional regulation learn to get familiar with it identify your emotions right don't be too emotional right don't be a uh, uh, hyper emotional person 
but don't be an unemotional person that wants to stuff everything down, ignore it and run away from it until it just always comes back to haunt you in the worst ways at the worst times. So having said all that, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week of Becoming a Better Man. And I uh, hope you're enjoying the new format, kind of the episodes, a little bit more structured, a little bit less rambling. Um, I'm, I've got some more rants and tangents here and there to, to go off of, but I uh, want to try out a new format for a while and see what you guys think. So love to hear from you. If you're enjoying the episodes, feel free to um, reach out, shoot me an email at becomingabettermanpodcast at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you guys there. Uh, if you're looking for ways to work with me, like if you want to get in the 21 day Becoming a Better Man breakthrough course program, uh, we cover a lot of things like identifying your emotions and how to regulate them, how to deal with them, how to turn your pain into your purpose, things like that. Um, you can always click the link below in the show notes or in the description if you're watching on YouTube on how to uh, sign up and get started. 100 bucks and it'll make your life feel like a million bucks after you're done. So uh, it equips you with a lot of cool tools as well. And you start to see results in less than 21 days. It's just really important that you finish 21 days. So that way you're well on your way to um, getting kickstarted out of the funk if you happen to be in one. So anyway, guys, that's it for this week's episode. If you're looking for also um, personalized online health and fitness coaching, lifestyle coaching, I do that as well. And uh, perks of that is um, a guy that's just like you. I've struggled with it. I always found ways to struggle with it, even when I thought I was over the hump. And yet I've been able to establish some uh, systems and a framework in place that have helped me stay on track and stay on top of my weight, stay in shape, stay injury free, right? So I'm a physical therapist. Um, and be able to train around injuries, not just for myself, but for all my clients that I've worked with uh, currently and in the past. They'll tell you that uh, I can help get them back in shape without hurting themselves or flaring up an old injury. So um, if you're looking for a, a high-level coach like that, um, that's also in the link, right? So it'll send you like a link tree type of thing, and there's different options you can click on. If you're interested in the 21-day program, click there. Clicking on the application to uh, get custom coaching, private coaching. That's also available there. Um, if you're looking for something else, uh, I've also got a program that's kind of like a monthly um, workout routine that you can take yourself through that's uh, subscription-based. So we can also explore that avenue as well if, um, if you want. But shoot me an email if that's the, the route you're looking to go because I'm, I don't have the link for that uh, in the link that I've got below. So anyway, Appreciate you guys. Love each and every one of you. Get your shit together. Regulate your emotions. Right? Don't be an a-hole. I just decided to meet myself here at the last second because uh, my YouTube, they don't like the cuss words too much. So trying to get my videos seen in front of people, not trying to get them hidden. So appreciate you guys. Love each and every one of you. Let's keep trying to be better men. And uh, we'll see you next week. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag Becoming a Better Man, so that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook 
and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families.